I have a Beaver 7 come in skit where we oh, can pretend okay. we're truck drivers uh, <laughs> trying to get Mr. Good Bars. Good Bars. Do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. I'm done for Yeah, let's do that. What, what's Good Bars? Is that... <laughs> well, that's that's that candy they kept talking about in the film. Oh, God, I missed that. <laughs> oh, no. That's the candy they're obsessed with throughout the entire film. You got a Good Remember Bar? He's like, okay. he's like, give me a Mr. Good Bar. Oh, I want a Mr. Good Bar. <laughs> oh, I thought that's saying Good Ball. And I thought it was like a... Like a fighting thing. <laughs> <laughs> they want their candy, bro. They're rewarding oh, themselves. Shit. I, I'm worried that I all may right, have right. missed the majority of this film. Oh, of no. the film? We'll, we'll talk us through it. I feel yeah. like this is the podcast right now. I yeah. don't even know if there's the bit anymore. But did you did you put subtitles on during this film? No, the I version I had didn't have subtitles. It didn't have subtitles? Okay, no. I... I had to put subtitles on because they're just mumbling through all their lines. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That was, that was a point I'd written down was sound balancing. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I watched it with a friend and we're both like playing with the remote so much. Like, is this anything we can do? Is there anything we can do to like adjust this? And like, nothing. And we're like, we could, do you think we could That's ask them for so the files? Funny. Yeah. We were like, we can, we'll edit the, oh, for man. them again if they want. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hi everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Indie Film Review. Hello. Hello. That's Dan. That's Mario. Mario's oh. joining us. Hello. We have Hello. a guest upon a guest. We have yes. a guest. There's a third person here. Yes. Don't be alarmed. I've invaded <laughs> your podcast. <laughs> Hello. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for um, watching this film that we watched, mm. Penitentiary, which I said uh, off mic that... Uh, I need to apologize to both of you. <laughs> I Why? Didn't know, I didn't know it was going to be this way. <laughs> Dude, I love this movie. Did you? Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah, well, I it. Just, all right, all okay, right. So, we will get into it. Okay, yeah, we will. Dan, what is Penitentiary? Tell us what it is first. Penitentiary is a story about a man who is African-American. It's the 70s. Okay. And, um, you know, back then we still had the issues with civil rights. I mean, we still have the issues today, but like it was it was a little worse back then. We can say we mm -hmm. progressed enough. Anyway, he gets. You heard it first, folks. Dan says we progressed enough. <laughs> oh, shit. That's no, a that's not what I meant to say at all. Print that. Yep. <laughs> we've, we've progressed a lot is what I meant to say. Anyway. And um, we could progress more. OK, so... thank you. <laughs> So this guy, he goes to prison, um, wrongly accused. Uh, well, I mean, he started, he, he was trying to protect this woman in this diner. Yeah. He goes to prison and he finds out that a oh, good way to get out of prison at this particular prison, because he's a drifter. So he's kind mm -hmm. of in the middle of Midwestern USA, is to start to go into the prison boxing club because the warden's brother-in-law might get you out to be a boxing star. So yeah, he, yeah. He, <laughs> might sign you. He, <laughs> he spends his time trying to make, you know, make it so that he's boxing at his top level and he's making relationships along the way. We'll say that. Absolutely. Okay. And it's so a Mario, prison movie. It's a prison. <laughs> yes. Movie. Prison movie. Prison Mario, movie. my question for you from waffles and Mario talk about things. I always yeah. thought it should be called Mario and waffle. <laughs> Another guy talk about things, but whatever. Um, well, thank you. We could, yeah, we can fix that. Uh, fix it in post. What is your experience with prison movies or oh, boxing man. movies? Like, do you like them? Do you hate them? I have watched so little of both. <laughs> um, 
What about like prison exploitation films? Yeah, I was gonna say like even like the classic like Shawshank. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I've seen half mm. of it, and I've seen a quarter of the end in a different, completely different watch. So I haven't actually seen a lot of either, like either either sport films like a boxing film or yeah like a black exploitation film or a prison film. Gotcha. Um. So it was very. It was actually kind of a new experience for me. But I gotta oh, say, nice. I liked it. I, I liked the like. Yeah, I liked it. I this film was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. This film was fun. Yeah, it was such a great concept. It was surprisingly fun. It was. Mm. Yes, it, it went I... by so quick too. Like I was mm. immediately engaged, and I'm like, "What? The movie's over? What?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I because yeah. originally I was talking to Mario about this, and I was like, "I just hope, like, I think the movie's gonna be terrible, but I just hope it'll be fun to talk about on the podcast." Yeah. Right? But terrible. I had a good time. It is, it is the furthest from terrible. I this. would even argue that this is like the least exploitative black exploitation movie I've ever seen. Like it was a oh, legitimate yeah. movie for mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. Has some problems with women, but I mean, don't we all? It, and there's some homosexuality. <laughs> very uh, homoerotic. Play, very homoerotic. Really, yeah. yeah. It's like, we're big men. Ooh, get yeah. away from me, gay and, people. It, it, and it's it was, like they're doing the gayest stuff they can imagine. Yeah, like, yeah and it was it was very racy also. Like, even though it wasn't black exploitation, like they 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 did play up African Americans quite a bit, like just yes. as the culture. So it's not yeah. exploitative, but like the culture of African Americans in prison in the 1970s is very important to this film. Mm. It's interesting because right. I think the the writer and director of this actually went to a prison for a bit for research. And that, he said that would he make went, a lot of sense. He, he meant to go for like a couple months, but he got so bored after two weeks. He's like, please let me out. It's so boring here. So it's like how the film is, is nothing like how a real prison is. Oh, of course it. not. No, like that's hundred <laughs> percent fantasy. Like there's no yeah. fucking way they have a fucking jail band and dance crew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every jail has a yeah. band that plays in the quad. Come on. Yeah. What what are good bars? Are they like chocolate bars or something? Yeah, so <laughs> good bar Mr. Goodbar Mr. Goodbar is a um it's a Hershey's bar that has just chocolate and peanuts. That's all it is. A Hershey's bar. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. Chocolate so peanuts. It, okay. Yeah. What the I, fuck? I, I, I forgot that about? Hershey I forgot that Hershey is an American brand and it's not necessarily oh, that's a Mr. Good Boy. Cho- chocolate okay, bar. Okay, so bro. <laughs> Good yeah. bar, sorry. Good well, bar. maybe I'm just the Mr. Good Boy and I get confused. Yeah. <laughs> Good boy. So we've talked about what the film is. We've talked about... Oh, here's what I wanted to say. So a little backstory. A guy at work recommended uh, this film to me. And he really? had been telling me about this film for over a year. Like, he just talks about it all the time. He'll, he quotes lines from it. Dude, I'll it's, quote lines from this movie. It's the most obscure. Oh, I love the writing. Man, how many times I got to show you my ass, man? (laughs) (laughs) That was, yeah. That was good. Keep your ass clean. (laughs) Now that's an ass. I won't (laughs) slash. That's so good. so many good lines. Yeah. So good. No, no. He says that. Now this is one butt I'd never cut. That's what he says. (laughs) I wrote it down. Unbelievable. (laughs) Okay, so... And he kept telling me about this. He told me about another film, too. It was like Somebody and the Devil. And that one sounded really good, but it sounded like it had, like, there was some, like, really raunchy stuff. And I'm like, maybe, okay, we'll try it. We'll do Penitentiary. Um, but yeah, I'm very you glad. Have to show, uh, you have to tell me about that other one off air. Please. Yeah. And so, okay, the the creator of this was in film school while he made this film. No, what? 
Which is impressive. Yes. Yes. And so whenever they're in the quad, that is actually at the film school that he was at. Dude. Like oh, that, really? that open area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yard or whatever that was at his film school. So he got all of these actors. Like there's like a lot of uh, big, a, actors. a lot of prolific actors yes. in this. Yeah. And it's like, where did he, and he felt he funded all of this himself. So he must have some money. I don't know what the budget was on this film. Uh, but. I just wanted to say, I, I think that they, there's an estimated budget of a hundred thousand dollars for the film. Okay. Um, and it made like 30 million back. Uh, oh, what a fuck, dude! Which is amazing, for, right? It's amazing for yeah. an exploitation film. Yeah, it oh did my God. really that's well. That's so good. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, and that's probably why there's sequels. And it's funny because of how how this movie ends, and you're like, how is there sequels? I'm like, I guess <laughs> back well, to jail. Well, I don't no, know. The main character, the main character, from what I was researching, doesn't come back till the third one. Oh, interesting, oh. interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Too sweet. I did. I did briefly read that Mister T is in the is in penitentiary yep. too. What? So that, that yep. my okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You I think Ernie Hudson one. is in one of these too. Oh I forget God. which one. Oh really? Yeah. What? Shit. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> okay. So questions. How this works is we basically will ask each other a question. Anything about the film? It could be uh, construction related. It could be questions about characters. Whatever. Whatever. And we'll just kind of you know dive right in. So yeah. I'm forcing Dan to go first. How did you feel about the 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 scenes where the camera, it's a POV of whoever is, it's typically too sweet, but it's his POV and you get mm -hmm. the the big intimidating guys yelling directly right at the camera, like breaking the fourth wall, but it's supposed <laughs> to be a POV of too sweet. Oh, yeah. So that happens with him and it happens with Half Dead. You know, that yeah. huge dude that Half he fights is, in the prison oh, cell. So prison cell fight is probably one of the best fights mm. in the whole film. That film was amazing. It, they took, it was like over two days to film that, by the way. I bet. Uh, and they didn't have any stuntmen. They all did it themselves. And I, it's my favorite scene in the film. Um, I liked it. Really it just made me smile. Like, I was like, they're looking directly at the camera. And I'm like, I know they're not supposed to, but I think it's like the charm of this film. Yeah. Is in, well, no, I, I, I think know. it was. I think it was an effective use of for like POV. Like it, it, it was claustrophobic because it's in a prison, and yeah. it, like they're just right in your face, screaming at you. You're like, holy shit! Like these guys are intense. <laughs> well, Mario, do you think it was director's intent for them to look at the camera? You think they yeah. just screwed up? <laughs> no, I was, I was a little confused by that, eh? Because um. <laughs> I, I thought one, one of them, I was like, when, when I, one of the first POV shots came up and me and my friend, we were like, oh, who's, is, did they just break the fourth wall? And he said, oh, no, no, it's, I think he said it's like Two Sweets perspective. And then Two Sweets yeah. walks into that shot while it's still POV. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> can't be it then. And so we're just like, wait, is there a cameraman? Did we just break the fourth wall for? Oh my god! So yeah, at times I was like, it feels very deliberate, but I feel like I don't know. At some at some points, I was like, I kind of lost why we're in POV. But yeah, like it didn't lose like the intensity of the POV was still there. But yeah, I was just a yeah. little confused when it did come up. Uh, but, um, but oh, so my that. other question for you, Mario, is uh, yes, so technical issues. Right. <laughs> yes, hello. Yes, yes, me. 
what was was there anything that you couldn't get over as far as because I feel like the main thing for me was the audio mm. was uh, hot. Some people's uh, talking was a little too hot. And you're like, oh, yeah, because I'm listening on headphones. But yeah, yeah, for sure. How did you feel? Yeah, no, same thing. Audio was the biggest thing for me. And I'm like, like we talked about earlier, you had subtitles on. I wish I had subtitles on. There are so many times where like a whole scene would play out and then they and then all I'd hear is get your ass or something. And then they'd sort of like shake hands and walk off. And I was like, what, what was that? What happened? I missed that. And so I'd like have to rewind. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my God. Yeah. hundred percent audio was the biggest one for me. There were a couple of um, shots and I, I like a lot of the things that I would normally not like about the film. I can sort of forgive for it being a student film and being in the seventies before like color correction, um, mm-hmm. but color grading and stuff was a, was a feature am i right in thinking that it was color grading came in around 80s or some yeah. 80s i mean maybe late 70s but like yeah definitely it was right. more of an 80s technology i think yeah i love how grimy this movie looks though yeah, i just have a soft funny. spot for like dude the low lighting the low lighting in that fucking print like this fight scene that you're talking about it just yeah. made it all the, so good. Oh, it was so good, and the yeah. blood effects are so much blood. Oh, oh my god! Practical <laughs> effects, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Practical effects are really good. So good. So audio and the editing. I feel like there were some abrupt cuts where it's like they didn't know how to end a scene, and it would just like abruptly cut to something else. Right. Uh, it didn't bother me. I know what you're talking about, but yes. that was that's super easy to forgive. It did not ruin my enjoyment. Yeah. But what I'll say is, like, the composition of all the shots. And like where this guy puts the camera is awesome. Which I, is like, why I couldn't complain about anything. Like, I I I don't feel like this is a very exploitative film because it feels so professionally made. Like it's not it's not campy. It's like very dramatic. It gets campy in some areas, but camp is it's not funny. Yeah, it, it's not the main priority. Intentionally so. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. I I was quite taken aback at how funny it was and how how so exactly. many of the jokes landed. Like they were actually really funny. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like there's a dude, he's got, he was, uh, he's like trying to do a jump rope and they show him a couple times. He's just doing terribly at it. Yeah. And then another guy walks up. He's like, get this damn thing. He's like trying to get the <laughs> jump rope off of him. He's all tangled up and he gives it to the guy and the guy's just like, oh, okay. He just starts doing jump rope normally. Yeah. Like nothing's a big issue. And the yeah. other guy's so sad. <laughs> that was such a so, like shit like that constantly. Really quickly. Out. I think just to, 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 to talk about the sound, because what? now that I'm what thinking damn? about it, the layering to the ADR, like whenever you have people in the background saying, man, forget this N-word and things like that. Like it was, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, offshoot talk. It's not supposed to be the main thing that you're hearing. I could mm-hmm. hear definitely that there is layering issues. But to me, that added to the charm of the film because it was it's just, it sounded so singular. Like you could tell that it was just one soundbite that they just inserted into the mix <laughs> yeah 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 well there were some looping sound effects during uh yes. boxing matches that yes. were kind of annoying if you have headphones that is the, on that is the thing that i i yeah <laughs> the looping was a little bit much it would go oh yeah, oh, yeah. but jared oh yeah oh, i have a question i'm for like you. again oh, okay yeah <laughs> um do you think those bell bottoms were standard prison issue whoa dude um, I think there were some liberties with what these prisoners could get away with while in prison. I think maybe. Oh, you know what? Because they're doing illegal boxing stuff, right? So yeah. I'm sure they're like, hey, you know, do, keep keep this boxing thing going. We're all in, in in this together. Wear your bell bottoms, you know? That's what I kind of feel like is going on. I feel like that's a cool prison. 
they give you orange jumpsuits. They just give you like bell bottom jeans. <laughs> like you know how to wear these, right? Like yeah, but... <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, you can't piss standing up, but you can wear these bell bottom <laughs> jeans. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, Mario, do you have a question for either of us? Um, I haven't thought of one, but uh, uh... that's okay. <laughs> um. I guess this one thing, it's not really a question, but just something, uh, I, just about the shots you were talking about, like the placement of the shots. Mm -hmm. There's one thing that they did, and this might be getting a little too niche, but um, it was when, when they were filming a lot of the cell scenes, and they always had like bars over the over the characters, which is quite a cool, yeah. quite a cool look. But, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, but I was, I was trying to work out why... Like, because the bars were quite tight on their face. Mm -hmm. And so like compared to, I guess, like a lot more modern films where the bars are sort of like they're in the shot, but they're not blocking anything. Like they're often so blurred or they're so, they're so out of focus that like their presence is felt, but they're not stopped. They're not sort of hiding anything from view. Um, and so I was trying to work out, do you think it was a deliberate thing to have the bars so prominently featured on the characters? Or do you think that it was of quite a small set and they couldn't get the camera? Was, like I definitely, back. I definitely <laughs> think it was the product of the production. Like it, not even, the set, but like what they could afford to get or what was available to them at the time, mm, you know. That's fair, yeah. Well, they did, they did amazing with what they had. Uh, as it's yeah. such a brilliant use. Um, but yeah, so. that was just something that I was thinking about while watching, and I was like, what, like it, it. It feels like they were trying to back the camera back, but they couldn't, so they sort of zoomed the camera <laughs> in, and that's why the bars because nothing was on a set, right? Yeah. Everything was just. They went to a prison. That's they went true. to this place and just filmed it. So yeah, that's what I love. Most of it. I think I think we should get into spoilers now. And yes. I wanna open yeah. up I wanna open up the spoiler with a scene. With shut up, Dan, hold on before okay. you spoil anything. If you'd like to see this film, Penitentiary, I watched it on Voodoo. Now oh, it, it does have commercials, yes. But here's the thing once the commercial starts, just press F five. Refresh the page. You just go back to where you were. You'll skip the entire three-minute commercial. Oh. I kept doing that over and over again. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, it, and it has subtitles there. So I highly recommend it. It's free. Uh, where did you guys watch it? I watched it on a Amazon subscription service that was like Con TV or something. Con I, TV. I, 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 you, you had to pay like uh, $2.99 a month after a free trial. So I just got the free trial and deleted it. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, feel free to cut this out but i i didn't get it you bootleg it yeah <laughs> no, oh that's fine i that's couldn't fine. find it on any like streaming services available no no, no. i mean yeah it's you know what's weird is that penitentiary 3 for some reason the the entire film is on youtube i don't know why really? well maniac cop 2 is on youtube is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we're gonna spoil this film oh, i highly recommend everyone yes, go watch it i highly it. recommend this too and here's, if you here's... enjoy a man vigorously licking another uh, woman's nipples, oh god, while in the bathroom, you're gonna while they're both extremely sweaty, you're gonna love penitentiary. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was little my friend. I said we should have tried to look for this movie on Pornhub. There's a chance we might have found a super <laughs> HD version with subtitles. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. Uh, okay, here we go. We're oh, getting into the film properly. Yeah. This is the oh, this yeah. is the scene. Oh, yeah. That that sold me on the film immediately, and it might have been the same scene that you're thinking of if you're thinking that I'm thinking. Okay. Well, do you have an erection? Then yes. yes. No, so this character, Half Dead, my favorite character in the movie. Half Dead is a fantastic. So they have all the prisoners lined up, including the new ones that they're introducing to the block, <laughs> and they're, they're going to introduce Half Dead. 
and half dead they say um so so first of all half dead i'm shaking my head already (laughs) half dead is shirtless he has shaving cream all in his robust beard and he has like half of half of his fucking mouth is missing like he has no teeth on the right side of his mouth yeah okay so he has all that that's what he looks like and they tell this story that half dead killed his girlfriend and almost killed her lover but the lover got away and the only thing that he could see on the way out was his ass cheek and he knows that the guy has a cut on it and half dead, he plays it so fucking well. He's like an he's, animal. He's, he's an a animal. He's like, and everyone goes, "Man, he's crazy." crazy. <laughs> he's, but he was fucking insane. He was fucking crazy. And for the longest time, the whole three minutes of this clip, I did not think this was a joke. Mm-hmm. I thought it was legit. He was gonna murder yeah. this dude. I'm like, Same. holy fuck! Same. And then it turned out to be a fucking joke. Like, oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> it's like, oh, what the shit yeah it was amazing it blew my mind such a great opening scene for the film like it sets the tone it sets the pace introduces yes. so many of the characters subconsciously mm. and yeah like it, it fools you like the camera angles everything like really leads you to believe that something violent is about to happen and then it's and then there's just this immediate tension relief is ah yeah very, very well done um yeah i thought it was weird because uh so too sweet meets half dead there, but then later on it goes like six months later and he's like put into a different wing or something of the prison or a different prison. Yeah. And, and half dead is his roommate. And then they like introduce each other for the, like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're meeting. And I'm like, no, you guys know each other. <laughs> were you guys in prison already? Like what's going on? Why are you reintroducing yourselves? Um, Good point. So I, I know we're out of the questions phase and I think in a second, we're just going to get into talking about our favorite scenes. Yeah. But my question is, do you believe the main character as this amazing boxer who is second to none? He's like the next Muhammad Ali. Mm. What do you think? Yes and no. Mario? Well, so what was the question? Was it, do I think he's amazing? Does the boxing look realistic? Ah. And is he a believable main character as like the messiah of boxing that everyone looks up to? He's like this great fighter. Right. I, <laughs> I, I'm not confident enough in boxing. I did do a few boxing lessons a few years ago, and so like, while watching this, I was like, oh yeah, I probably will recognize some of the stuff they're doing. And then I was like, either either they didn't do boxing, or they were like, forget what you've learned about boxing. This is this is this is penitentiary. Just go at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's because some of the scenes are just two men punching each other in the face, yeah. and it's just that's like. Yeah. There's no blocking, there's no ducking and yeah. weaving, there's no anything. It was just two men rapidly punching each other in the face for like five minutes. I'm it like, really is this was. boxing? Maybe. On paper? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, I, I, I don't know if whether I can say, oh, that's not boxing, because like maybe this is some stance or some some type of boxing I've just never heard of. This is this is out there. Um and like you could kind of see at times when it was I don't know if it's fair to say it was a little more uh, improvised where the fights were kind of like, they were kind of making up the fights as they were going or whether it was like (laughs) they just had much more shot, much more scenes that were 
scripted, and so you could see them sort of mm-hmm. raising an arm to, to get ready to block a hit that hadn't been thrown yet, um, or like going way too wide on an arm that then made them spin around <laughs> for some reason. There's some goofy. There's some goofy shit. That's yeah. all I'll say. There's some goofy ass boxing in this. Did you Did you guys um, read or see that um, some of the actors actually got injuries? Like, uh, yes. yeah, like wow. cracked ribs and stuff. Like, yeah, like, that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that, I think at sometimes they were really hitting each other. Yeah, I, I really do think that there was a lot of actual contact going on. The seventies were a different time, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, the lead of this movie, yeah, he broke a few ribs, uh, and yeah, he broke some bones doing this film, which is like, oh my god, it's freaking crazy. Yeah, um, was it Leon? Kennedy? All right, well, Leon Isaac Kennedy. Leon or Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. Kennedy is his name. Is, is that his name? Yeah. yeah, Leon Isaac. I think Isaac is like a nickname or middle name, oh. maybe. Um, it just makes me think of Resident Evil. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, hell yeah, Leon Kennedy enters the fray. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking how badass it would be like back in, what, like seven, 1979, if, if like <laughs> you're at a cafe with someone like, and they've got like cracked ribs. Like, what do you do? I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, I'm an actor. <laughs> He's such... ripped from head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> Just glistening. Oh yeah. my God. When... Okay. So I'm going to start. To... We're... We can start talking about scenes we loved. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, it's, I have to talk about the cell scene where, where uh, half dead oh God. and too sweet are fighting. Mm. First, Half dead grease, like he greases himself, he oils himself up, right? Very, mm. very. Then he sexy. pulls out a Mr. Good bar and he's like, hey man, you want a Mr. Good bar? Oh. And he's like, he's like, no, man, no. Because the whole deal is the reason Half Dead wants to beat up Too Sweet is so that he can make him his bitch. Yeah. So that he can, I guess, him and his friends can have sex with him whenever yeah, they man. want. They're called breaking him in. Mm. Um, Probably and then like you know a sexual assault trigger or something. I don't know. It's it gets really rough. <laughs> yeah. It's this movie is rough. Uh, so he's doing that, and then he grabs a like a porno mag. He's like, "Hey man, you want to check out one of these porno mags?" He's like, "It'll make your dick hard." And I'm like thinking, like, what else is this fucking porno mag? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you gonna? What else are you gonna do with it? So so he starts looking at the porno mag, but he has his legs open. It's all like sed- so like at first before beating him up, he's kind of just like, "Hey, you know." You like what you see, you know? He's got his legs spread. He's got the book out. He's like, mm, you know, let's, you know, a, a sexy cop, bad cop, I guess is what's going on here. And when that doesn't work, he's like, okay, now I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And then what ha- Like, how long is that scene? It's like six minutes. It's a long scene, yeah. Two men brutally beating each other up in a cell. Mm. It was mm. insane. They're like throwing each other across the room, yeah. <laughs> like into like metal chains that I know are not props. Like nothing in that room is a prop. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like when he has an iron bar, he pulls out. I'm like, that's a real iron bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any scenes you want to talk about? The, the scene where um, seldom gives his speech. Oh, seldom. Okay. So sh- let me, let me kind of break down some of the characters, right? So seldom seen is the retired boxing coach. He's like a legend and he went to jail. I don't think they ever explain why, but he's a lifer pretty much. Yeah. He's, he's been, been in jail in, for like he's 30 been in, years. Yeah. No, for he's been in jail Longer? for 50 years. He said, Oh my God. He, yeah. Like he and, went to jail whenever he was 15. He's 65. Yeah. That's and a big crazy. thing about mm-hmm. his character is that like, he is so comfortable living in prison that he's given up all hope of ever getting out. So like in one, he gives two really good speeches. Yes. And in one of the speeches, he's like, First you know, one like, if I can't thing. have everything, I don't want to 
have anything. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like everything or nothing. And yeah, and then he gives a good speech at the end. But so we have him. We have Half Dead, who's kind of one of the villains. Uh, Big Jesse is the main villain. Yeah, Amos. Uh, he's just like this huge dude. Uh, and he owns a dude named Eugene. Genie. Who is his bitch. That's the guy who yeah. gets beat up for pissing standing up. And I think that's... I think that's all the main characters that we care about. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just, I, I just, I love that scene. I don't remember, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember like verbatim what he said, but like he, he makes this so, this really sad case about, like you said, how he's kind of better off in prison. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I, I, I'm glad you brought up the second um, speech because he gives a very similar speech both times. And the first time he is the one who is standing up and he is the one who has control and Too Sweet is humbled by this and he listens mm-hmm. to him. But then at the end, Too Sweet has the upper hand. He's like, but what about your hope? And then that makes him uh, uh, seldom, that makes kind of his his plight irrelevant almost. And it, like it makes you very sad for his character. Yeah, it's like if you go, like how can you go on living when you have nothing yeah. to live for? Yeah, basically. So it, I'm glad he came full circle on that. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm surprised how deep this movie tries. Like, yes, gets exactly. The I don't know, Mario. Do amazing. you feel like it reaches <laughs> the the height of that what it's trying to get to? Dude, the scenes with does it fall with short. The yeah. sex worker are very intense too. Like, like yeah, yeah emotionally. <laughs> oh, emotionally. Yes, absolutely. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. It it definitely like had a strong theme and a strong premise. I thought like. There were times where it like hits it, and there were times where it hits it and then bounced off again. <laughs> yeah, um, I absolutely got that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So all in all, like, yeah, I thought that it was like pretty hard to miss the racial element and like the black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I, I I haven't really seen many prison films or many um, boxing films again, or black exploitation films actually. But it was interesting that the white characters weren't the villains. They weren't shown as yeah. antagonists that were kind of just overseas they, they were just as a presence. matter of fact as a matter just of fact extras, really yeah. as a matter of fact they 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 kind of sneak into the film like the first maybe 30 minutes of the film you don't see a lot of white people maybe mm. one and then yeah. as the film goes on they become more diversified into the mix of the <laughs> yeah. even the warden he's not really a bad guy no i mean he's no. doing some illegal awesome. stuff but he's not like <laughs> he's, he's yeah. not mean he's he not like one mistreating of my favorite. prisoners like I mean, I get why he said this, but he basically there's a scene where, with him that he's like, um, so so basically, too sweet and Amos, the the main bad guy, they get into a fight in the yard, and mm-hmm. they go to the hole for 14 days. And they come out, and you get the warden saying, "All right, no more fighting, but if you want to be a boxer, you can do that, but you can't fight." <laughs> He's like, you two can fight in the ring for, you know, until the cows come home. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an argument with my friend about that scene. I don't know if it was just me, but I was trying to work out whether they had put the script of the film in the background. Oh. <gasps> it was like the blue page. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I could be wrong, but like I was, I was we literally like so went frame funny. by frame and I was like, that looks like the title page to a script. And then those like <laughs> different pages look like character dialogue, character dialogue, action dialogue. Oh my like, God. I was like, that, that looks like a script. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I reckon that they like pulled apart the script and then pinned it onto the boards, but I, I don't just know Just to make sure. it look... 
god, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. I hope the warden was just hung over the entire time. He's like, yeah, I'll read the line. Just yeah. pin him up on a board. <laughs> oh well, who <my> cares? <laughs> Did you guys notice he never lit his cigar as well? He was just, oh, just yeah, sucking, no, he sucking on it. <laughs> yeah. Sucking on a cigar. Oh, what a little fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Here's the biggest problem I have with this film. Like the the okay. one part of the film, the one scene that I'm like, wait, what just happened? Was it the ending with the prostitute? No. no. Okay. It was the the fight that Too Sweet wins to get the prostitute. How oh, okay, did he, okay. how did he win that fight? Because he didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just say. like oh you you're, you're done okay two sweet wins and he gets Yay. the fucking grand prize i'm like wait what because <laughs> in the script it said that two two sweet wins that's why and then <laughs> yeah. like, okay next scene he had plenty of sex with that. a lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I love, I love the um naruto run that the uh, opponent does just straight comes <laughs> <laughs> oh back. God. Yeah, just... any reference to anime in these types of films, it's really appreciated. Yeah. Like I really like that. It's I so... thought that was really nice of them to do a call <laughs> out for that for anime. Just the tip of the tip of the fedora to anime. It, it wasn't even just just a Naruto run. It was a it was a POV Naruto run mm, where you could see yeah. him coming straight at you. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And they did those like action lines. Oh, yeah. so good. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was that was a interesting scene. Talking about, talking about questionable scenes, uh, the <coughs> elephant in the room and the and the oh. sex in the room. What, what did you guys think about um, the sex scenes that happened during the the boxing so, so to me, it it became very formulaic. Like once I understood yeah. why they were there, I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna come back to these. And of course, so like at one point in the movie, like maybe around 50 minutes in, it became here's a boxing match. Here's somebody getting away with sex in a bathroom. Here's some dialogue. Here's a boxing match. Here's more sex. Here's some dialogue. And like yeah. you can kind of feel it. Right. It got it got monotonous. I honestly feel like they should have made that character in the bathroom a side character or given him a plot or a story and actually have a relationship between these two. Like first it's like, Oh, we're just going to fuck. We don't know it. each other. Mm-hmm. And then later on they're like, Oh, actually I'm following it. Like maybe not in love, but like, I want to be in a relationship with this person. And like, I want this to go somewhere. I, I, I don't know. I felt like they could have worked that into the story, Yeah. but what they do is just, they're like, Hey, let's just have some fucking because like a younger audience is going to love this. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. which is fine. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, They're just so sweaty, though. They're so sweaty. <laughs> I was trying to work out if there was like meant to be some sort of like, uh, like a thematic reason for. It. I was like, maybe like the euphoria of the fight is carrying over. <laughs> my friend's like, no, no, that's just a sex scene. I'm like, ah, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That was that was one thing. That I was like, this is kind of this is kind of weird. <laughs> it was weird, and I'm glad I didn't have to watch it with anyone. <laughs> oh <laughs> I yeah, this by myself. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so I thought it was weird at the end where um, we have so that woman he meets in the beginning, and she's like, "Hey, you're a hitchhiker. Get in my truck." She's like, "Hey, we should fuck." Mm. And then like, it, like um, instantly, he hasn't even said a word. So then, you know, the big event happens where he defends her, and the 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 two guys, you know, they fight the two guys. Yeah. And he goes to jail. So at the very very end, when he wins the championship in quotes or whatever. He, his prize is he gets to have a sex with a woman from the female cell block. It turns out, coincidentally, that it is the same woman that uh, was the truck driver from before. And he, and he... So first he sees her. Hold on. He knows who this woman Hold is. Hold on. It's What's not up? a truck driver. She drives a she? turbo van. Like, you know, from the A-team. 
Excuse me. I'm so sorry. The 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 name in the Wikipedia um, summary, the name of the van is called the Shaggin Wagon. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty neat. It's like an ah. X-rated Scooby-Doo van, you know? <laughs> yeah, buddy. We're going to fuck a mystery. <laughs> no mystery, oh just God. the Shaggin Wagon. Anyway, sorry. That's so good. So they know each other. I mean, I, know, I guess it's been a while, but they meet each other. I don't even really know if they exchanged too many words. They have sex. And then after the sex, she's like, do you remember who I am? He's like, of course I do. I'm like, what? You knew the whole time. <laughs> then he like almost strangles her, which I'm like, oh, movie, please. No, yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. do this. We'll but she, apparently she had murdered one of the guys there and then and blamed left. Him. Yeah. Yes. But there were so many witnesses I don't get why he got blamed for it. There was even a few black guys there, so it's, it couldn't have oh, been like a like. A there's no thing. way they were all racist and like, yeah. hey, fuck this guy. Um, I don't know. What did you guys think about that? Like it, that twist made no sense. No, to the me. twist didn't make any sense. Um, I agree with that 100. percent I feel like it was a little too shoehorned in because you know it just so happens that the one prostitute that they get. To, to be conjugal with him or combunal mm-hmm. or whatever they call it in the movie. Concubano. Uh, anyway, like it just, it felt like it, it, it was expected because she was the one that he gets to have sex with. It's like, Oh, they're bringing her back in. I wonder how much more she's going to matter to the story. So mm-hmm. even though it didn't make sense, like I, they just, they were trying to make sense of why that tension was there. I think not the strongest point in the film. What do you think, Mario? Yeah, no, 100% agree. It, 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 it was, um, I wish that they'd done more, either more with her or just not brought mm-hmm. her in. Yeah, it didn't really make much to the film. Obviously, there's like a a sort of a racial point to talk about, about a woman, you know, falsely accusing a man, a, a black man, no less, of, of, uh, of getting a, a black man in prison for a crime he didn't commit. There is like a racial mm-hmm. undertone there. But but yeah, like you said, like when she stabs the biker and he stumbles out, and she walks past every single person in the bar holding <laughs> and the like just like touching one guy too, yeah, just like, yeah, just like grazing onto his body, like yeah. wiping the blood what? on his shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Signs her name next to them and then walks away. Um, so like, it was. Yeah. Hi, my name is Pam Sanderson, and I committed this murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, it was like there was a cool, there was a obviously like a racial. Uh, motif that that did carry through, yeah. But yeah, at the same time, the execution of it was like a little a little weird. And then and then her scene where she, I guess, kind of it's like a almost like a yeah like a plot twist, didn't you say? Like it was like the turning the turning yeah. point um, was kind of weird as well because it didn't feel like it needed it. But like we knew we didn't need to know necessarily why he ended up there. We were kind of just keen to see how we how, how we got out of it. Um, mm, mm. I don't know. Maybe that was just me. But yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's like writing I felt like was good, but some of the plot stuff kind of just yeah. doesn't tie together. I don't know. Yeah, he, it's like true. he had certain scenes in mind that he's like, I know I want this and I know I want this big scene. And he's just like, okay, how do we get to those things? He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like I don't, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll figure it out. Figure it out while we do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, closing thoughts. Dan, what do you think, bud? Penitentiary. Um, I'm going to watch Penitentiary 2 and Penitentiary 3. Hell yes. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see The Return of Two Sweet. I, I mm. think this film is easily my second favorite prison film. <laughs> What's I've your first? Ever, uh, Female Prisoner 701. 
Oh Scorpion. yeah, that one's really good. Um, but easily, easily my favorite um, prison film, or my my second favorite prison film. It's probably a tie between my two favorite sports movies, uh, Over the Top. <laughs> Over the Top is not a sports movie. Have you seen that, Mario? It totally I is. Uh, you should look it up. Okay. Over the Top. It it's really dark. Yeah. This movie gets really dark. It goes from like funny and lighthearted to like, oh God, we're in prison and real dark, awful shit happens. Mm, 100%. And it's, it doesn't care about swinging wildly between those scenes, right? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Uh, what do you think, Mario? Yeah, I agree. Like it, it's, 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 it had that really nice balance of being a drama with quite a raw story going through it. And then it had some really funny surreal moments that kind of yes. hooked you back into the drama that was happening. Yeah. Um, one scene that we haven't talked about that I really actually quite liked was the stabbing of Eugene. Um, oh, yeah. That scene. was really tough. Yeah. I'd, I'd come to really like Eugene. <laughs> like after he's yeah. yeah. getting knocked out, I was like, yeah, I like, I like, I like this guy. And then he gets yeah, killed. Yeah, he has such a character growth. <laughs> yeah. And Eugene is like Two Sweet's really good friend. And he's he's somebody who's been oppressed by some of the other prisoners. Mm. He's so somebody's like, bitch. Yeah, mm. basically. And and boxing is a way for him to actually rise up. And he actually stands up to the people that have been, uh, you know, treating him so, like, abusing him, basically. Yeah. And so in that scene, he jumps in the way and saves Two, two Sweet's life. Doesn't it look like when he gets stabbed that he's holding the knife in place so yeah. he can't? pull the knife out. I thought yeah. that was really fucking cool. Yeah. So that too sweet could fight the other guy. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I thought that was such a cool idea. It was, I feel like yeah. a lot of that runs throughout the film. I also um, think that that probably was just, you know, seventies acting for I'm dead. Like, Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Maybe but he, not he as, couldn't move his hands. Maybe not as look. deep as that, but I think your explanation is awesome. Like the guy had his, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but he no, had you his, should read too much. Into I don't know. It. I you thought should. it was fucking bad. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Read uh... further. As a matter of fact, he put it so far into his heart that he severed several arteries you know, because he wanted to make sure he was going to die because he, That's so right. he didn't want to be a bitch anymore. I don't know. The final um, escape. Final escape. Jared, your final thoughts. Um, I love this movie. Um, are you going to watch the sequels as well? Yes. I say if watch this film and just fast forward through the sex scenes, if they're yes. getting too, uh, monotonous, <laughs> nipply, <story. laughs> a little too, too nipply. nipply. I mean, fast, you know, unless you're by yourself, did you say fast forward to the, to the sex scenes or through the, yeah. Sex scenes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a, an edit of this film where it's just the sex scenes. It'll, it's going to be, it's going to be all of half dead scenes. The guy drops the sex from scenes. the ceiling. Like, <laughs> yeah. You and guys... I'll have an intro and outro of the guy with the cigarette in his ear. And he'll, oh, he'll yeah. just be there to, like, bookend everything. You guys need to make a sister <laughs> podcast that's called, like, Indie Porn Reviews. And you just, like, go into, like, <laughs> You know that exists. You know some shit like that. Exists. Yeah, not fair. Um, one thing I did want to say okay. about this film. I don't know okay. if it's a closing thoughts sort of thing. But um, Jama, sure. Jama Fanaka, who, who wrote and directed the film... Mm-hmm. This this film was like his third motion picture. I don't know how much if you, how much you guys looked into like the director mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, it's kind of sad, but this film kind of eerily is what his life kind of ended up going, where he he got blacklisted <gasps> no. from Hollywood and stuff. And so the wow. whole thing about like punching up and breaking up through the class was kind of his story because he made these three made three films and they were all good films. They were well received. 
And then when he went to like DGA meetings and stuff, um, the DGA is that the Doctors Guild? Yeah, Doctors Guild meetings. Yeah. yeah. Um, then like he there was like a massive diversity issue, and, and every time he tried to bring it up, he would get shot down. Fucking and dude, oh yeah, he got crazy. blacklisted and sued and countersued, and um, and ended up he was out of the business. Um, wow. But he inspired other That's people so to, to do it. Yeah. So. It's it's kind of sad what what his story ended up being, but other people kind of used what he started to do, like the LA Rebellion, which I'd never heard of until this film, and then a whole bunch of diverse filmmakers came out of out of um, using using the court cases that he'd already done as a president to try pushing for better work and pushing for better diversity. Yo, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it's that was a really cool <clears throat> element to the film, just knowing that um, that this is kind of this. This is kind Dude, of what now I'm ended up going through. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna watch the other two now. Oh, same, awesome. man. Same. I, I, yeah, nothing but respect for the guy now. It's <laughs> so you're telling me a scene after scene of of titty kissing is uh, <laughs> it's what happens at <laughs> DJ meetings a lot, apparently. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Well, I'm learning about history, guys. <laughs> Whoa, expand <Yeah>. your mind. <laughs> Class is now in session. No, yeah, I, yeah. I honestly think that's really, really cool. Yeah, um, and I, I totally because like Dolo, the guy who made Dolomite had the same issue where he um he kept going he's like i have this great idea for this film it's like gonna be this zany kung fu movie right uh, and it's all gonna be black actors and it's gonna be awesome and they're like no we don't want it we don't want it he's like fine i'm gonna finance it myself and he releases it himself and everybody fucking loves it nice and, yeah. it, and like his whole community goes crazy for it and then he just starts making them making them making them and then like he just does all the, the distribution himself because all these other fucking assholes won't do it yeah yeah, but yeah, yeah. cool oh, that's cool that's real cool. Um, alrighty. Well, appreciate you. Thank you for thank you for listening. Uh, Mario, do you have anything you want to plug, baby girl? Just the sink in my bathroom. Um, yeah, I've got a podcast. Well, I sort of am on a podcast called Waffles and Mario Talk About Things, <laughs> which is improvised nonsense. Um, it's a chance to realize that uh, that time can fly when when you just tune out sound. Um, mm, so if, yes. if that's if that's the experience you're after, then go listen to Waffles and Mario talk about things. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm on Twitter. If if anyone if anyone listens to that and goes, I need to give this man a movie with two million dollar budget. Hell yes. <laughs> if that if that's something that your audience does regularly, then 100 percent reach out to me. I would love to love to talk. <laughs> love to take your money. Maybe make your movie. Your yeah. I'll see how I feel. <laughs> Anything under two under uh, two million, by the way, auto reject. No. So just so you know, <laughs> I don't settle for anything. They're code words that that the email searches, and if it sees under that figure, it, no. it just goes right to spam. Yeah. Yeah. Just letting you know this right now. Terrible. Exactly. I do everything practically. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah. All right. Thank Dan, you, Dan. Do the plugs, please. Find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. Please find us on Instagram, IndieFilmReviewPod. Please. Email us at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. You can send us your films right there. If you love indie films, you love making indie films, you want your film reviewed, send it to us at gmail. Um, there is a Patreon. If you would like to have the Patreon dollars given to us, you may do that. That's totally fine. But there is a tier on Patreon, $5. A one-time donation from a filmmaker who submits a film to us that wants their film reviewed sooner than the six-month waiting period that it typically takes me to get to your film. Um, you donate five bucks to that, and then we will put your film on a shorter list, and we will review it sooner. Hell yeah. 
Um, and we're also gonna we're working on a new uh, Mario tier where if you give us two <laughs> million dollars, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then Mario Mario will, will be in your film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do anything and I'll just complain the whole time. But <laughs> yes. hell yes, dude, just fucking eat fucking roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. And be like, what is this shit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the uh, dream. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for being on our show. Oh, thanks for I having really me. I love it. what you guys do. It's such a such a cool yeah. premise for a podcast. So, I think you're super fucking talented oh, and shucks. funny and entertaining. And uh, yeah, gush, gush, my gush. Oh, thank you. Same uh, to you both. Those very talented hosts. Thank so, you. Appreciate it. No worries. It. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you guys doing later? <laughs> No. <laughs> you want to go get a shag penitentiary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, necropoticon.com. You can go over there and uh, click the, the link to the Discord if you want to come and hang out and talk with us. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, Dan... Actually, you know what, Dan? Fuck you. Oh. Fuck you, Dan. Oh, Mario, you have the final word, okay? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, this has been Indie Film Review. You can listen to it anywhere you want. It's a bloody good show. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs>